Dude, if Shakira's in prison, there's gonna be a lesbian cellmate who's gonna have a very good time. <laughs> Alright, let's be real. Welcome to episode 21. I am your co-host, Mike Ram. We have suits on today, as you can tell. Mikey, co-host. Uh, yeah, hi, I'm Mike Bisson, a.k.a. Uh, Mikey Caplocks. Very excited to be here for episode 21. 21. 21, and hey, now we're your legal drinking age, so you can drink us up. Am I right or am I right? Pouring a beer right now. That's that's one alcohol-free beer you got going there. You know, ginger beer. Ginger ale beer. Ginger not ginger beer. I love a nice mule. You know, Ooh, mules are actually really nice, good. I like a Kentucky mule with bourbon instead. Ooh, Ooh that's that what I'm does, talking about. That sounds really good. It hits you in all the right spots, all the important ones. Mostly, most important of all, your uh, your G spot. Ooh, yes, that's right. Something I have not hit yet. Yeah, well, dude, I'm always up there rifling around for it. I can never find it. Well, you put Garfield up there, and he scratches right through my colon. What do you expect? <laughs> Yeah, you know? <laughs> okay. That'd be rough putting a cat it up would there. Be a, it, oh, yeah. Dude, you know weird? People get... You always hear stories people getting... Like, from the ER, people getting stuff st- stuck in the ass, like cell phones on vibrate. Even, like, small animals and stuff like that. Yep. You ever hear those uh, wild tales? I think I told... We talked about this an episode before. Oh, yeah, we did. We talked on episode three about my uh, army buddy who we went to a call. The gerbil stuck up the gay guy's ass. Look at us. That's what you call a callback to an old episode. That's entertainment, people. That's how that's done. So real quick, I'll tell the story again, though. A buddy of mine who was in my Army unit said he went to a call. He was an EMT. Gay guy was driving home, had a gerbil stuck up his ass. I guess they put it in there when they were fucking around. Clawed through his anal cavity. And uh, this guy had to call 911. Bada bing, bada boom. And, and the gerbil, how did the gerbil live? The gerbil actually ended up having a, had a family after that. Good. That's what you want to hear. Bought you want a house. The, you want to hear the best for the gerbil. Yeah, he bought a house. Uh, got a house, a condo. A co- oh, yeah. Or was it a duplex with, oh, my God, or God forbid, a house with an in-law apartment with the actual in-laws living in it? I think it was a townhouse. Well, that's nice. Those are nice. Those are nice. Anyway, very exciting episode we got going on. Mike, we were uh, somewhat into the year 2023. You know, a lot of people, they make New Year's resolutions. Don't really, they don't really last too long. Let me ask you, any resolutions and how have they been going? New Year's resolutions. Um, honestly, I want to eat healthier and uh, work out. I actually do want an eight-pack within 2023. So that is one of my New Year's resolutions. Will it happen? Who knows? Yeah, I got a keg. <laughs> anyway, you know what? <laughs> Dude, one of my What's New your Year's Mikey? resolution to start working out more, eating a little better, which I've been doing. As yeah. you know, I've been going to the gym. You're already um, ahead of the schedule. I am, yeah. But um, you know what's one thing find off, a little off-putting about the gym? You ever go to the gym and you see those people working out in blue jeans and button-up shirts? You ever see that? Blue jeans and button-up shirts. Yeah, they're working out in just street clothes. Oh, i never seen that. Yeah, dude, it's fucking weird. Oh, how do you work out on that when you Dude, I don't know. Like, there's, like, I, I was at the gym, there was a guy on the treadmill in fucking blue jeans. Wow. Like, you have to have a, like, you must have, your parents must be brother and sister for that to be a thing. Are they born in West Virginia? They must be West Virginians. <laughs> 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 That's pretty funny. Cheers to that. You know, because... They're all inbred in West Virginia. They're all banging each other. Your cousins sleeping with cousins and brothers sleeping with brothers. You know? That is actually a very true fact. Yeah. 
Family friendly takes on a whole new meaning in West Virginia. You ever see that Family Feud episode where the uh, family who married the daughter, their family versus each other's family? No, I just oh made that up. Oh wow! But imagine. Uh, that, well, I saw that, Louis ever... Louis Anderson was hosting. Louis Anderson. You know what? Stick with Louis Anderson for a second. Did you ever see that show Baskets? Yeah. Produced by Louis C.K. where he played Christine Baskets. Oh, yeah. You with had Zach me look it up. Baskets. Yeah. And dude, that was so funny. One of television's best performances ever is mm. Louis Anderson as Christine Baskets because he makes you forget he's a man. He does such a convincing like, uh, portrayal of like an older middle-aged woman who just loves Costco, loves her kids, wants the best for her family. A little overbearing, but I love Louis Anderson. He was one of the best clean comedians out there. Ever, he really was. You know what makes a good clean comedian? They don't go for clean; they just naturally are clean. They actually uh, Hollywood. Remember that I watched his uh, True Hollywood Story on uh, E one time back in like two thousand three, and uh, Hollywood canceled him in like ninety nine or two thousand when it came out. He was gay, and yeah. he was because he was the Family Feud host. It was a family oriented show, and they canceled him. And it's pretty. Uh, I felt bad for him, honestly. Honestly, dude, Louis Anderson said he went through a lot of depression after that. I yeah, that's sad, dude, because he was such like Louis Anderson's such a likable character. I know he's wicked nice. He's he seems such like, like he's so funny, dude. Think about how your heart's made of coal if you don't like him at least a little bit. You know, I think, I think you have to be a real son of a bitch, a real bastard ass. He's very um, underrated for sure. Yeah, his stand up is actually legit. Like his stand up is very funny. No, it's very it's good, clean fun. No one gets hurt, you know. It's just funny. I and, watched his most recent stand up, and it was pretty good. Yeah, dude, I'm a big Louis Anderson fan. He had remember that show, the cartoon show, Louis. Do you remember that in the '90s? Cartoon show. Yeah, no. it was it was him as a child was the main character. Oh my god, really? Oh yeah, it was Bobby World's esque. So it was like Bobby's World. If you remember Bobby's World. Bobby's World. Bobby no. World was the kid with the football head, but it wasn't Hey Arnold. But he had a football head also. Oh my god, I think I know what you're talking about. Right, was it? Yeah. I'm Remember sure home videos? Oh my god, that was one of Adult Swims. Yeah, and the and the coach is the same guy that plays Bob's Burgers. Yo, actually, let's talk about this for a second. Cartoon Network no longer a thing. What? Yeah. What are the what? Are, what is it now? It's done. What's it called? Nothing. No more Cartoon Network. No more Cartoon Network, dude. Remember who's Boomerang? It was. I think, yes, that was, I think, Late Night Cartoon Network. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Cartoon Network's not around anymore. It's the thing of the past. So what took over? Nothing. It's just a done network. I don't know where the shows are going or where they're going to be syndicated, but Cartoon Network's not a thing anymore. It's weird because when I was watching Cartoon Network probably like six months to a year ago, it would only go to like 2 p.m. and then there would be nothing on for yeah, the rest of the day. It, it, this is very... Very recently, in the past month or so two. So this must be a big thing where no one's really marketing TV shows anymore on TV because everything is on the internet. Everything's it's getting marketed online. Streaming? Yeah. Dude, no one's watching. Dude, first off, cable's expensive as balls. Cable's expensive as balls, and no one's no one's going to... Eventually, all the TV shows will be directly Dude, on streaming. it's more expensive than artificial insemination. Like, it feels like the boomers like, are really only watching those, like, shows to, like, Tim Allen's Last Man Standing, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> and, like, dude, no one's paying for, like... Dude, like, I, no one's paying for cable. It's like, you, why pay? Was, is some cable bills are like three, four hundred dollars a month. You know the only why people the I know who pays pay cable? That? My mom and dad. My parents don't. My parents just stream. Your parents are smart as fuck. Yeah, dude, they're they're on. My mom's on YouTube. Yeah, you're not on YouTube, but that's what she's. Dude, she has this. She watches this fucking. Um, she likes the cooking channels. She, oh. She she has this, this uh, lady. She I forget this lady's name. But she's hilarious. This like um this black woman. 
and she just curses up a storm. She'll yell at her kids and call them motherfuckers. She's like a real southern woman. She's hilarious. Auntie something. Oh my god. I, yeah. I know who that is. You know I follow about. her. Yeah. Fucking hysterical. She's cursing she up a storm. She makes good right. food. Yeah, great cook. She makes great soul food. Is it Auntie Sally? Maybe. Something I don't like know. Auntie Susie? It's, if you search that, you're either going to find her or porn. So, you know, one of the two. That's funny as fuck. Yeah. But yeah, but this, so like she's, my mom likes to cook and shit. But yeah, my parents are off of that, the cable. Everyone, most people are, except your parents, apparently. Yeah, no, I don't know why. My mom's like, oh, I pay 200 and something, $250 a month. I'm like, I can hook up the Roku right now. But yeah, but cable's a thing of the past. This, and like, honestly, so is probably on demand. I saw um, Hulu is now offering people to like put their own advertisements on cable now. So it's like if if they're promoting market marketing for us to promote commercials on regular TV, that means you know they're low. Oh no, dude! You know well, I, mean? I I actually saw my I was watching Hulu. This is funny, and I saw my during a commercial. I saw my buddy's mom's real estate commercial on Hulu. So it's happening. And I, I took a photo and I sent it to him. I'm going to put us on Hulu. It was actually pretty exciting. When we're on Roku TV and Hulu, I'm gonna put, we're going to get on one of those, I hope. Probably by now, you probably see us on Hulu commercials. That'd the be, commercials? Yeah. That'd be cool. I know. Look at us. I know. Huh? Dude, you know what, though? If people choose their ad experience, they're going to they're gonna choose the, the fucking fried versus tap free experience. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, ours is free. <laughs> yeah, I know. But you know, you know what's dumb? How they have you choose your ad experience? Because who the f- who even cares? Fucking don't show me ads to begin with. Oh, I know. I don't care if you're trying to sell me you fucking... You have to. Is That's it, how they do you want to be sold real estate or you want to be sold fucking tires? But uh, yeah, no. Because no. No, no one wants that fucking... No. Everyone wants to skip right over them. Very annoying. They are wicked annoying. I skip over the ads myself. But, um, you know, actually, speaking of watching stuff, you know, I revisited one of my favorite movies. Very famous movie. Ever see The Room? Tommy Wiseau? Great movie. James Franco? Well, no, that's The Disaster Artist. That movie's about the making the of making The Room. Of, yeah. Dude, The Room, um... Has, i never seen the oh actual my, dude, Room then. It's known as one of the worst movies ever, but it is it's so funny. Didn't he ask... Didn't he advertise it for like twenty years on a billboard in LA or something? Yes. Okay, yes. Yeah. And he, dude, he spent six million of his own money on the budget for it, and nobody to this day knows where the fuck he got that money from. Really? Yeah, dude. He won't tell anyone. It's honestly one of the funniest movies. And the Disaster Artist did a very good job depicting it, because uh, a lot of the scenes in the room they really recreated like pretty, pretty uh, authentically in the Disaster Artist. But it's definitely worth checking out if you've never seen it. I don't. It's like, it's a very weird movie, and it's like, like it starts off with like Tommy Wiseau and his lover, and then some little kid runs in the room. It's a weird movie. Now, um, oh my god, and the sex scenes, dude. The sex scenes are so fucking long. I wonder where he did get that six million dollars. I don't know. That'd be insane. I think it's. I don't think it was drugs or anything like that. I think it was family money. You know. Personally, wow, yeah, it's probably family money if he didn't want to explain. Yeah, I but dude, like the the sex scenes are uh, something to behold because like normal sex scenes in movies like only like a minute or two. Like these are like five to ten, like five to eight minutes. They're fucking hysterical. Oh my god, he's like banging her belly button. Literally, he's humping her belly button. Oh, yeah, really? dude, it's fucking weird and funny. It's a hundred percent worth seeing. It's one of my favorite movies. I watch it at least twice a year. I want to see it now. I own it on Blu-ray. I own the special edition. Oh, my God. Well, you know me. 
if I'm gonna buy a special edition, it's gonna be of the room. He's banging the belly button. Yeah, dude, but you know, I I, I think um, especially this time of year, it's cold out. We watch a lot of movies. You know, I've been I revisited the Indiana Jones trilogy. I love, <clears throat> I love Indiana Jones. Yeah, they're fucking classic. I never saw part four, but don't they have a part five coming out? I think. Part four was um, the Crystal Skulls, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, or something. It just looked the, like it was gonna suck. I don't know. I'm so biased. I loved it. It was fucking Indiana Jones. Yeah, I guess I, I got. He's got a whip. Yeah. He's whipping around, dude. It's fucking Shia LaBeouf and was in it. Aliens in it. I probably would like. Dude, it, I really. love aliens too. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Dude, Oops, and, sorry. Oh, that's all right. Um, um, just playing a little footsies. I do want to see so. He actually, in his contract, in order for him to play Han Solo, he was going to agree to it and die in the late, when he died in episode, what was it, seven or six or something? He said, all right, in order for me to go in this movie, you got to pay me like, I think they paid him like $75 million, and I want to play Indiana Jones one last time. So I think they just filmed up, wrapped up filming Indiana Jones now, and they're going to be releasing it soon, like mm-hmm. within the next year or two. Really? Yeah. Dude, they have, um, actually, they have a, a new Indiana Jones video game in the works as well. Is my thing shiny? No. Yeah, that's because the movie's coming out. Yeah, so uh, I, I love the, the original trilogy. I think uh, about once a year, I sit down and watch the whole trilogy in one day. My favorite part's when the, the guy takes out um, a knife or a whip, and Indy just takes out his gun and shoots him. You know him. that scene you had to shit? Oh my god! That was supposed to be a big drawn out fight scene. Oh my god! Really? Yeah, it was, and like he had to shit. So then the guy's doing that, and he's just like, "Fuck it," and just shoot him. <laughs> so in real life, Harrison Ford had to go take a fucking number two, and it just fucking Steven Spielberg loved it, and it's got it's one of the best scenes in the movie. Yeah, that is one. I know that's one of my favorite. All because scenes. the man had to shit. That's so funny. Yeah, it's actually a really fun tr- piece of tr- uh, movie history. Yeah, that is one of my favorites. Dude, what do you what are you bigger fan of? Do you like the Indiana Jones trilogy? Or the Back to the Future trilogy. Oh, well, hands down, Indiana. See, for me, it's a little harder because I love both so much. I I would probably give the edge to Indiana Jones, but I love the Back to the Future trilogy. I just started watching. I just got into... Oh, let me finish that. I actually just watched... um, I just watched... (laughs) My bad. I just watched Back to the Future, the whole series, trilogy, whatever it is, for the first time, maybe like two years ago. And I loved it. It was great. One of the best I've ever seen. But um, hands down, I'm an indie guy. See, like I grew up with both of them. So that I think I'm a little more like... I kind of had the, the nostalgia factor for both of them. But I think I've seen Indiana Jones more. And I think like I would probably at the end... Gun to my head, I probably would go Indiana Jones. I respect that. Yeah. Um, they're just you, both phenomenal. You think they're going to bring back Shia LaBeouf? Or you think I honestly kind of hope they don't. I don't... I wish they would because I love Shia LaBeouf, but I don't think they're gonna because his career. I don't think they're gonna move in that direction because it yeah. got so panned the last mid video. Yeah, I, I, I think if, I don't think they're gonna bring him back. I think he was a one and done kind of deal. Uh, actually, I heard the the rumors that actually might be. This has been rumors for a few years at least that they might be making a new Back to the Future with Michael J. Fox and the guy who played Doc, uh, whatever his name is. I forget his name. Oh, um, uh, Christopher Lloyd. Yes. I don't know how true that is. I hope it is. Yeah, no, that'd be pretty cool if they brought Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd together again. If they're going to do that, I wonder how Michael would do because he's kind of older now. He's, he's got the Parkinson's. He's got the Parkinson's, yeah. uh, you know. I'm a big Michael J. I think Michael J. Fox is awesome. Me too. He's, I, the, he's the man. I remember when Charlie Sheen actually got his career revamped because he had to take over for Michael J. Fox in Sin City. 
Oh and my that's god. That's what kickstarted Charlie Sheen's career off Dude, again. Sin City's great fucking movie. That was great. Char- I never saw the sequel though. The sequel? Yeah. What do you mean the Sin sequel? City. Oh, I don't think I never seen it either. Yeah, this is the black and white movie, right? Oh no, that's not the sequel to the show. That's a totally different thing. Sin City. Oh, I'm thinking Bruce Willis. Sin City is a show. Michael J. Fox was on this huge show back in, it started in like 1998 or something and it lasted I think till 2004 but he got diagnosed oh okay. in Parkinson's within like the fourth season he was forced to retire acting it was that biggest show on TV mm-hmm. Charlie Sheen just got out of rehab he was clean for a year a couple of years now and he he replaced Michael J. Fox and actually Charlie Sheen I believe was nominated for an Emmy or something he got so high praise for it that led to Chuck Lorre hiring him in Two and a Half Men okay um, but yeah, but no. You, you've seen the Sin City. I was talking about. That was about, about right? a law. That was like a law firm show where about a journalist. But Sin City, the movie, the black Robert, and white one. Robert Rodriguez directed it. Bruce Willis. Was it Quentin Tarantino a producer on it? Probably. That yeah. sounds about right. But Robert Rodriguez directed it. The same person who directed um, Machete with Steven Seagal right. actually kills himself with in Danny it. With Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo. Yeah. Robert great Rodriguez. Movie. Robert Rodriguez's sister stars in that as well. Michelle Rodriguez. The yes. girl from um, Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious. Yeah. So her brother's director of that. Steven Seagal. That was his first time in theaters, 2009. Since his half past dead in 2000. I'm going to interrupt you. I'm sick of Steven Seagal. Well, hey, you brought, we brought up a movie. I'm sick of him. I hate him. He's in everything. He is. I fucking hate um, it. And then what, what, I hate what, what, what it. What was I talking about, though? I mean, no, but the movie Sin City. I've never but yeah, the Sin. So Robert Rodriguez directed The Sin City was great, but there was a sequel to that, wasn't there? There was. That's the one I'm talking about. I never that saw. was a good movie, too. I didn't see the sequel. I saw the original one in theaters. It was Elijah Wood. Remember his character with the glasses? No, was, actually. Oh, my God. It was like the glasses maniac character. Doesn't John Malkovich in the second one? He might be. I never saw the second one. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Sorry. But... Actually, you know, speaking of so speaking of sequels, I want I, I'm putting that on the list. There's a there's a classic Christmas story. You know, one of the most famous Christmas movie of all time had a sequel come out in December, which I haven't seen. Did you see that yet? Oh, a Christmas story? Yeah. No, I wanted to. Was see- Ralphie as an adult? No. Dude, I didn't I'm get to see it. it. I'm gonna watch it. But I just don't think it's gonna be good. No. I just don't have faith that a sequel to. That classic of a movie, thirty years later, is gonna or forty years later at this point, is gonna be any good. You know what I prefer a sequel to? Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase. That you could do. But apparently Chevy Chase is such a douchebag to work with on set. They never want to work with him anymore. Yeah, I I actually have heard that about Chevy Chase. Yeah. I'm not surprised. I can't say I'm surprised. Uh, I still love him though, Fletch. Yeah. But uh, Christmas Story. Um, that was a great movie. It was one of the best. I like the scene where he gets the uh, lamp. They go to the Chinese restaurant. Oh, there's just classic scene after classic scene in that movie. Everything yeah. Everything about that movie is classic. Remember when he, the brother sticks his um, tongue? tongue? To the pole? Yeah. I actually saw how they made that. They had a vacuum in that pole. So like it vacuumed his tongue in there. No way. Yeah. Wow, that's actually unique. Yeah, it's pretty unique. It's a low budget movie actually. Wow. So like they had got like that's what I find interesting with movies that are kind of low budget. It's like they get creative with how they pull off things. Yeah. And it's really kind of interesting hearing about especially the practical effects. I like I like practical effects more than like CGI in movies. Yeah, me too. CGI can get kind of like. Overdone. I like the Gremlin style effects. Oh yeah, like yeah, the Muppets practical kind of yeah. effects. Gremlin's great. Oh great, we talked but about like, that. But like, I think when CGI first hit the scene, uh, the movie I can think of 
that really was the first big one besides like Toy Story was like The Matrix was kind of like the movie that like great movie yeah when that Oof. when that came out the CGI was mind blowing Keanu Reeves dude that's one of the best action movies of all time the original Matrix what about Speed with Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock you know, they had crushes on each other you know apparently. who they wanted to hire first for Speed but declined it I don't want to fucking say it who moving on Stephen Baldwin Fuck Steven Baldwin and fuck Steven Seagal. Oh, not Steven Seagal. Fuck Steven Seagal. Anyway, <laughs> dude, it's like, this isn't an act. This is every fucking 20 <laughs> minutes with this kid. I'm fucking hearing about the Baldwins. And I'm fucking sick of it. I'm over it. Hey, what about this flamingo? Where is it? That's the right there. How does that relate to a Baldwin? No, we're not talking about Baldwins. I just, All right, just, I thought you were going to fucking... Uh, I thought you were going to... F- Bamboozle me and just tell me something about the Baldwins and Flamingo. No. Well, thank you for that. Respectively so. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, we're just messing around. But boss, I, dude. He, does, he is obsessed with the fucking Baldwins, dude. And it's all because he saw fucking the Flintstones Las Vegas when he was a kid. Oh, such a good movie. See what I mean? That's what he told me. Flintstones Las Vegas. I did. That's the one. That was the one. That movie is good, though. The only reason why, though, I saw the movie and I'm like, why does that guy look like the guy? What was it? I watched, I think it was because I was obsessed with um, Jack Ryan. So I was a big, oh, that is, I know how I figured it out now. So back in the day, I used to be obsessed with Harrison Ford. I wanted to watch all the Harrison Ford movies. Yeah, how could you not? So, yeah, he was big. He was like the John Wayne Remember of our generation. Remember the Fugitive? Oh. He was like the John Wayne of our um, generation. Yeah. So I had my mom. I would go down to movie gallery, get all of his movies. Not what I could find there. Air Force One. Oh, my Gary Oldman. Dude. I would yeah, go- Harrison Ford's the fucking shit. Yeah. Oh, he had a hell of a career. Yeah, you know, he was actually known as a big-ass partier. He would trash the fuck out of hotels. No way. During, like, the Star Wars Indiana Jones oh, era. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. Dude, he, would, he was a big drinking... Uh, 37 years old when he landed that role. Yeah, dude. Um, He was older, yeah. He was the oldest one on the set. And I guess him and Leia, uh, Carrie Fisher, I guess they were banging. They were, yeah. That's what they were saying. She had, I know Carrie Fisher had a a long pinky nail because she was doing coke the whole time they were filming. Because that movie was, that coke was out of this world according to her because of Star Wars. Um, So yeah, so she did that. She had the pinky, they were banging. He was trashing hotel rooms. Um, they try to make uh, Mark Hamill into a star, but that didn't work out. Instead, Harrison Ford became the biggest superstar ever. Yeah, you know, uh, what was the story when he went to go fucking up? So he went to uh, audition for the role of Han Solo, but when he when he auditioned, he didn't get it initially, and then he got pissed off and just was like giving people attitude. No, they used Harrison Ford as a shoe in just to read lines oh, okay. the actors. And that was what he was pissed off. He was, he was, um, yeah. So they're like, yeah, we're not gonna hire you as an actor, but we want you to sit in this chair and read the lines with the actors. But because he was so good at it, George Lucas. Well, no, because he was pissed off that he was not getting an audition. So well, of course. Yeah, so he was naturally. He just didn't give a fuck. It's competition mode. Yeah. Naturally, he's going to go into competition mode and say, you know what? They're not going to hire me, so I'm still going to be the best I can be just to show them, fuck you, I'm a great actor. No, what won them is that he was like a grumpy old man. 
Oh. Yeah. He that's was like, what won him, is that he was, like, pissed off. That he's like, he just kind of had that, like, fuck this thing kind of attitude. And he was just doing it all pissed off and angry. And they're like, oh, that's what we fucking want. That's probably why he was so sarcastic. Yes. Man. No way. Yes. Look at us. We had both pieces. That, we both had a piece of the puzzle. Yeah. We took those pieces. And what did we do? I love it. Put them together. We're big Harrison Ford fans. Yeah, we. Yeah, Harrison Ford is the fucking man, and, actually. And what's that other movie you said? The Fugitive. Yeah, is that that's the one where he was hiding in Amish, right? Um, was no, that? no, that's Witness. Witness. The, he okay, actually. That him. was his first and only Oscar nomination. Was Witness. Witness. I get them mixed up, but I've seen both of them. They're both fucking sick. Witness is dope. Dude. He was investigating someone in the Amish, right? Or he uh, was uh, investigating off, but he was living with the Amish. Yes. Yeah. And then at the end, there was the a corn silo. The, he was protecting a girl or something. Yes. That movie was really good. The Fugitive is with Tommy Lee Jones, the Marshal. In Harrison Ford's in that, right? Yeah, Harrison yeah, Ford's yeah. the runaway. His wife gets killed with yes. a guy who has a uh, mechanical arm, and um, he said he, cr- he they said it was him. He got guilty, and then he escaped the prison bus because of the train at the prison bus. Hey, those movies are fucking. That movie was. And they made a sequel of it with Robert Downey Jr. Actually played the one of the field marshals with Tommy Lee Jones, who led the movie. Was that like prostitute era? And that was Lauren. Uh, Didn't he get busted with a prostitute yeah, like nine the, times? Yeah, that was heroin addicted style Robert Downey Jr. That's the Robert Downey I want. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who else was in that? Who was the... Uh, I want my Robert Downey with tread marks. Wesley Snipes. Herpes. Wesley Snipes was the guy they were looking for in that movie. The sequel to The Fugitive. I heard he's he was... U.S. A, Marshals is called. He was a nightmare, Wesley Snipes, to work with on oh, his I Bleed. Didn't. Was he? Yeah. Patton Oswalt is in Bleed 3. And he has a bit, he's talking about it, and Wesley Snipes was just a fucking just entitled fucking just wouldn't cooperate or work with you know, anyone. And then he gets arrested for not paying his taxes. Yeah, that's karma. That, that's what uh, humbled him. He went to jail for, yeah. what, seven years? He was he owed them like eight or nine million, I think seven or eight, nine or million dollars. He went to jail for either cup three or seven years, and uh, now he's working again. He was in that Kevin Hart series on Netflix. That was wicked good. We watched that. That was great. I, I didn't see that one. He humbled himself, I'll tell you that. Well, yeah. He Can you imagine not paying your taxes and going to prison for it? Dude, that's be... Didn't... Uh, isn't... Who's that? Shakira's going through that shit right now, isn't she? Oh, is she? I think she is. A lot of them go through it. Dude, she just... She's so hot, they didn't notice for and a fucking while. And it's funny, they want to pay up at the end, but it's like, you're still going to prison. Yeah. You know? Dude, if Shakira's in prison, there's going to be a lesbian cellmate who's going to have a very good time. <laughs> All right? Let's be real. <laughs> Oh my god, that's but, uh, funny. Let's see, he's getting to that that time. It's about wrap up time. This uh this song of the week is um Susie is a headbanger by the Ramones, the fucking one of the greatest American rock bands of all time. Check us out on all the podcast platforms and um anything else. I think next episode I'm gonna go over MC Hammer and the fall the rise and fall of MC Hammer. Um, you know, Why do you pick these topics? I don't know. Let's about. do about Mike Tyson too. Also, both of them made quite about three hundred. You know, dude, just real quick, do you understand how many episodes I said next episode we're going to talk about this, and then we don't talk about it? Yeah, we don't. We haven't talked about David Bowie yet. We haven't talked about so much shit. Hey, but listen, guys, comment about our suits. We wore suits this episode. Let us know in the comments. Oh what shit, you we're think. wearing suits. Let us know in the comments what you think. Like, share. Oh, this old thing, you mean, huh? Yeah, thank you all very much. Check us out. I'm Mike Bisson. I'm Mike Graham. Fried versus Tap, guys. See you next episode. Toodles.